Hey everyone, welcome back to Sophomore Citizens. I'm Gigi. I'm Liesl. And I'm Lily. All right, so today's episode is going to be themed all around the pursuit of love and romance, specifically the pursuit that people choose to do on reality television shows. But before we get into that, we would like to start our check-in, which is brought to you by our friend Riley, shout out, who decided to let me know that on Etsy, you can go ahead and contact a psychic who will draw a photo of your soulmate. So when I heard that this was available, I rushed over to Etsy and I bought one for all three of us, a drawing of our future soulmate. The only information that was provided to the psychic was our first name, our age, and our gender, not even our sexual preference preference, um, or, you know, uh, identity in that way. So kind of interesting. And uh, Lily, I want to start out with you. How did you react to the photo and description of your soulmate? Certainly nothing like I expected in my head when Liesl told me that she did nothing other than commissioned a psychic to draw my soulmate. I had visions and this photo, this description, they did not match my visions. So in one word, I was shocked. Right. Um, Mine looked kind of like he would be a teenager currently. And like, I don't really you know, see myself ever dating a teenager ever again in my whole life. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. Hopefully not. Um, and the ending statement was, this man will be five years old. Um, and yeah. I think it's important that we <laughs> mention that this woman, it seems as if English was not her first language. So some of the writing was definitely a bit interesting to try and decipher one such as this man will be five years old. So this very well could be he's five years older than me. I'll meet him in five years. Like who knows what the intention is with that statement. Um, But, you know, just kind of a funny thing. She also told me that um, Aphrodite or like whoever the F love goddess Uh um, likes me, which I like to know. That's did kind. she did she name Aphrodite specifically? I don't no, think she but named... she but she said she something. said like the goddess of love like, no, but it holds was... you dear or something like no, that. No, but it wasn't even just as like common as the goddess of love. It was like something more um, intense than that. I remember. All right. Well, we'll have to go back. Should should I read aloud our description? No, I don't think that's necessary. I think the gist is really what's more important. But um, you know, if you are curious to know what our soulmates look like head over to YouTube where we will be displaying um, what what the images look like. Yeah, right. and we can post them on the Sophomore Citizens Instagram as well. As well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. So you should be able to see our soulmates. And, you know, I think that there was obviously the hope that uh, one of the photos would match someone that we currently have known. Um, which Rizzle, was... you didn't speak on your... I know, I was getting oh, into it. Okay, sorry. I was just going to say that the, the hope was that we would maybe see, you know, recognize a face or two right. and, and be like, oh my God, that person's my soulmate. Um, I do think that given my, you know, ripe age of 24, um, I did receive a man who looked a little older um and who I was not particularly attracted to in any way shape or form um the description of him was interesting he's supposed to be tall which I do appreciate thank you and he's going to be a scorpion which I am also a scorpion so I don't know how how well that match would go in my opinion I feel like it might be a little too intense um but yeah so I I was not attracted to my my man and unfortunately I don't 
don't hope for him to be my soulmate, but if he is, I will accept him with open arms. And unfortunately, I don't think that this um, led me closer to finding love and being the that the pandemic has been going on for close to a year now. That is a year setback of me finding my soulmate, which obviously the clock is ticking and um, we need to get on that. So if anyone listening to this podcast thinks that you yourself might be my soulmate, please reach out to me because obviously this effort did not go too well. And I'm still in search of you if you are out there. Thank you. But I do, I do think that, you know, uh, this, this check-in is a great, perfect segue to into the kind of topic of our episode, which, you know, a lot of the dating shows nowadays, I think do bring in an element of soulmate. Sure. And personally, I, on the record, don't believe in soulmates. I personally believe that there are lots of people out there on this earth that you could potentially form a loving, long-lasting, amazing relationship with, and that it's not limited to one person in particular. Do you girls have any thoughts on soulmates? I mean, I definitely, uh, I agree with you, Liesl. I can get down with the terminology of soulmates when it is, you know, in the context of multiple, but I think soulmate, you know, in the traditional sense of like, there is only one and like, that's it. I don't necessarily uh, vibe with that. Yeah, I agree with Gigi. I also would just like to add, I really believe that there are different types of soulmates. So I definitely think you have friend soulmates, romantic soulmates, et cetera. Um, But I do think I believe in soulmates much more than you do, Liesl, but not one person that I am searching for that I'm going to find and all is going to be fixed. But I do believe that I will find my soulmate or one of my soulmates. Yeah, there's any number of them out there. I mean, and Lily, I do believe that you're one of our soulmates. Yes, 1000%. On a friendship level. Why I said said that I believe in friendship soulmates is really because of the relationships that I have with the two of you um, that I know in my soul, like this was mated to be made and like like Fated. formed formed by the gods exactly. up in heaven before Absolutely. we came down to earth i agree for today's episode we wanted to take something that we love very much which is the reality tv dating and romance genre of shows and turn it into something more quantitative more quantifiable to try to decide which dating show reality love romance show is maybe the best which are the worst, which excel in certain categories. Um, And so Gigi and all of us together came up with a beautiful rating system to try to get to the bottom of which dating show reigns superior in a variety of categories. And at the end of this episode, we are going to sit together and try to devise what we would think would be the perfect dating reality TV show that will encompass all of our hopes and dreams. All right, now, Gigi, would you like to tell us what shows we will be analyzing? Sure. So our first, the the big number one, I would argue the one, the only, the behemoth, Bachelor, Bachelorette, followed by Shoot Off, Bachelor in Paradise. Then we have Love Island, Married at First Sight, Too Hot to Handle, Are You the One, Love is Blind, and finally, dating around. Most, if not all of these, are available to view on Netflix and or Hulu, HBO. These are all over your streaming platforms. So if there are any of these that you're unfamiliar with and you do like this genre of TV, we highly recommend all of these TV shows. So please 
you know, check them out if you feel called to do so. And, you know, if we don't love your favorite that says nothing about you, you know, or your preferences, these are just specifically our views, our preferences and our recommendations to our beautiful community. Um, So we basically chose a group of five main categories with then some bonus points on which we scored each of these shows on a scale from one to 10. So let's go through the categories. Lily, do you want to talk about the first category? Yes. So the first category is the premise slash idea, pretty self-explanatory, what the show is built on, its foundation, why it exists, its goal, its mission statement. Yes. And I think that a big element of this is not only is it a good, fun, unique, interesting idea and premise of a show, how well do they execute on the premise that they have promised us? So that is a very important category to me personally, because that's the backbone of the show right? Absolutely. Totally. Next up, romance. Obviously, that one's pretty self-explanatory. How much do we feel love, romance, and, and true partnership blooming? Sure. Another, you know, key element. I don't know what word I was searching for there, but there was something I wanted to say. Yeah. Another key element, we'll go with that for now, is drama. The drama, drama element is, yes. is so important and, and another backbone element to these TV shows. Yes, totally. And next up, we have community slash just the universe around the show. Now, this is probably like the broadest, most ambiguous category, but I'll, I'll kind of walk you through it a little bit. Community, like how much are, is there a large audience for this show? How much is it publicly talked about? Maybe tweeting, Instagramming, people making YouTube videos about how much is there a community of fans and lovers of this show, watchers? How much is there a dialogue in day-to-day life about this show? But then on top of that, how lasting are the people who go on these shows? Do they stick around as Instagram influencers? Do they just go into obscurity? Do they form podcasts? Do they, you know, is there is there like a, a community around the show? So to me, like that's, this category kind of encompasses anything that is outside of the universe of the show but it still makes an impact on the show itself yes and lily our final category no well our second to final category is oh we have six i didn't want to correct oh oh we have six categories sorry i forgot about one okay so our fifth category is enjoyment when you are watching the show how much are you loving it how much are you not right episode to episode how are you feeling in the moment are you and do you get excited to watch right absolutely and the final category is casting so this has to do with the individuals that they choose to be on this show and I think that it is pretty clear which shows opt for more of an influencer cast which opt for a more you know common person cast and I think that you know it's very much tied into premise and idea the casting has to follow totally And last but not least, we have three areas where you can gain one bonus point for each of these categories. The first being group closeness, which means are there bromances? Are there friendships going on? How close is the cast overall? Second is the host. If there is one, do we like them? Are they like a positive add-on to the show or are they like annoying? And last but not least, editing. Um, which some shows, you know, add a little sprinkle of flair and comedy and, um, or like a more more cinematic, artistic element to the show. 
So this is what we have set up. This is our chart of the ultimate love, dating, romance, reality TV shows. So I think that we will probably provide a template maybe on our Instagram so that you at home can print out your template, fill this out. All of the scores are on a scale of one to 10. And then the bonus points are just an added one or a zero. Well, so, an added one for each. An added one so for each of the of bonus three points. three possible bonus points. Yes. So if you are passionate about this category, this subject like we are, go ahead, print out your, your chart fill it out and then come back to this episode and we can review our scores together. So I wanted to start off by talking about the winner in each category um, that we selected. We totaled up all of our scores and we'll go category by category and say who was the winners, who were the losers kind of in our totals. So starting off with premise slash idea, we voted 26 points out of 30 to both Married at First Sight and Love is Blind. Do you girls want to touch on this at all? That is credit where credit is due. I firmly believe that both of those were the winners in my personal scoring. I gave them both a 10. I think the scientifics Mm -hmm. that are behind them are what really gave me confidence in their premise and made me interested to watch this is contrasting the mere three I gave Bachelor Bachelorette simply because I think putting a bunch of people in a room with one person and being like one of these 30 individuals is your person chances are that's not the case that feels forced I don't trust it but these people with these shows I do trust it I like the idea I mean I will say I do think I I agree with what you're saying to a certain extent that like 30 people versus one is not like that many people, but like in comparison to pretty much any other show, the ratio, that is the best ratio in terms of your likelihood of finding someone. Does that make sense? Like that ratio of one to 30 is, well, if you're the one, right. If you're the one, but but if you're the 30, I know, but I'm, I'm saying like, in terms of the, like on love Island, let's say, it's five versus five, right? You know, so it's a what, like it's a one, one to one ratio. Yeah, right. As opposed to a one to thirty ratio, that's pretty dramatic. Okay. Exactly, but uh, this is besides the point, um, because what I really would like to speak on here is about Married at First Sight and Love Is Blind, yes. which are similar in the sense that they both sort of force these couples to learn about each other and adapt to each other and become comfortable with each other at lightning speed yeah but the key difference is that with married at first sight there's this element of the experts the scientists trying to put people together versus love is blind where it's like we're gonna let all of the people experiment on their own and figure it out on their own so I think it's interesting like putting that trust in these experts versus putting the trust in the people to like feel it out for themselves which although um are you the one is not included it was not you know a heavy hitter in this category it falls between love is blind and married at first sight in the sense that like you're supposed to do what the experts want you to do but there's also this element of trying to experiment for yourself to find out you know yeah Mm -hmm. totally and I think like you know with the bachelor bachelorette in my mind like that's the OG dating show that's been around for so many years like obviously it's not going to be that creative and 
more recently, the people making shows like are trying to get creative. And so they are coming up with more unique ideas just to give like a little context on the shows that are a little bit less well-known. Like, are you the one I hadn't heard of it until um, fairly recently. And basically the premise of that show is they bring a bunch of people in and they say that your perfect match, the person, basically your soulmate person you're supposed to be with is in this house with you. And you have to all work together to figure out who the perfect matches are, who's compatible, who makes sense together, whatever. But I think the main flaw with that one is that they don't explain the the science and like the how they got the matches. So you're kind of like, okay, well, these people are quote unquote perfect matches, but how perfect could they really be? Whereas Married at First Sight, you get a peek into the investigation process that the um, like experts do to figure out who will make a perfect match Married at First Sight. Yeah, and, and in, in Married at First Sight, they interview over a hundred people they narrow it down to four couples that they believe are perfect matches in a very similar way. And then those couples immediately get married and they have to try to stay married, basically. And I trust that. Like when I was watching, I was very much like, oh, these people are meant to be. I trust the experts and all the work that went into finding their perfect person. Whereas are you the one? I don't know that I trusted it. Right. Well, they didn't, they didn't make themselves credible in any way, shape or form because we didn't get to see any of that process, nor do we even know who we're putting our trust in. Yeah. And like, I would say, you know, my, my personal worldview and belief about love is that maybe about 50% of love could be quantified, you know, like, do these people have the same religion? Do they have the same politics? Are they the same cleanliness level? Like these basic kind of things, that's a 50%, but 50% is like an X factor that like no expert can really know, like if two people are going to actually be attracted, if they're actually going to work together really well, which is why like with Married at First Sight, like, yeah, sometimes it's going to work because they have that baseline, you know, that the experts have figured out and they just so happen to have that X factor but there's also going to be a lot of people that go on and they don't have that X factor. You know what I mean? I agree with you. And then Dating Around is a show that also maybe people wouldn't be as familiar with potentially. And that's basically a show where you have one person who's the main one and they go on five different blind dates and you watch them progress throughout the night. Um, So it's not like a continued season. It's definitely the most kind of least formulaic, we'll say, or like traditional to the formula of these types of shows. So I think other than that, people probably know the rest of the uh, shows. The only other one that would maybe require some explanation would be Too Hot to Handle if you weren't familiar with that on Netflix. It was basically just like a bunch of quote unquote hot single influencer types thrown together and they're trying to work together to not kiss, touch, hug, anything um, in order to win the cash prize. Right. And these are people who kissing, touching, etc. That is their thing. They are frequents on dating apps. And so you're trying to build an emotional connection rather than a physical one, which is what these people in their past have tended towards. And I do think we should give honorable mention to the premise idea of too hot to handle. I agree. Because they also didn't tell these people that that's what it was. Like they thought they were just coming on and they were going to get to do whatever they wanted, have sex with whoever they want, you know, whatever. Just go on a normal dating show. Exactly. And then the fact that they got that bomb dropped, I think that is a pretty fun and creative aspect. Yeah. And I think that the element of money 
um, is always interesting on these shows. And I kind of feel like the element of a cash prize is oftentimes uh, correlated with trashiness yeah you know like I do feel like with are you the one like they're really at the end of the day they're in it for the cash prize love island like yeah they all want to find love but like there is like a cash prize I'm pretty sure and you know with love is blind there's no cash prize right like you, I don't you just so. get to get married no. like you know married at first sight you just get to get married and then maybe have to get divorced you know like there isn't a cash prize so it does it does kind of I think there might be a little correlation there but I think we've covered the, well, I'm sorry. Oh, I do think you have another, there's sort of a correlation of like this inverse relationship between romance factor and, um, and money factor, right? Because when there's the money at stake, then people are incentivized to like, you know, win in whatever sense. And with the exception of Love Island, that isn't necessarily tied to the romance of the show. Right. Whereas Love Island, like to win the cash prize, you have to be in the a most loving, romantic, romance. best mm-hmm. loving couple. Exactly. So going off of that into the romance category, this one had one winner, which got 25 points, which which was the Bachelor Bachelorette. And I think that this totally tracks with what we were saying with the one to 30 ratio. Like if I'm the Bachelorette and I get to choose from 30 men, like I do think that there's going to be a lot of romance going on because you get to deepen relationships. And, you know, as that one like you, you get your pick of the litter, you know, really well. Whereas on these other shows where it's more matched up, you might not necessarily find your partner. I also think that on Bachelor Bachelorette, like you are dating 30 individuals or in the beginning and then down to whatever number. And for the most part, dating is inherently pretty romantic. Whereas some of the other shows, I don't think this emphasis on dating is present so I think that is why in my mind I also scored this very highly on my personal chart Bachelor Bachelorette is a very romantic show and when you throw in the element of like the physicality is limited like I think that cutting it off maybe you can draw back from romance but limiting it I do think you kind of strike a perfect balance of romantic and somewhat intimate but like throw fantasy suites in there that all produces a perfect romantic concoction I think that's a really good observation because like on too hot to handle when you completely remove the physical touch element like it it almost in a certain way like makes it less romantic but also and just like more like lusty you know Mm -hmm. and like less about like love you know right and I do think with bachelor bachelorette they have like perfectly calibrated or like attempted to perfectly calibrate this microcosm of of love and what that would look like in the real world just condensed into you know a two-month process or however long the actual timeline is because they're essentially like okay you're gonna date you're gonna like hang out then you're gonna have one-on-one time then you're gonna continue to deepen this relationship then you're gonna get the opportunity to explore you know sex if you want to right and it's it's very much in line with like American ideals like just yeah. the home you know like it, it definitely tries to appeal to that like traditional kind of um love and right. romance right And honorable mentions in the romance category go to Bachelor in Paradise, of course, and Love is Blind. They both tied for second place. And I will say 
that the worst score in this category was Are You the One? If you are looking for a romantic dating show, I do not recommend Are You the One. Not at all. All right. And next up, we'll do drama. So this category obviously is a little bit more nuanced because we were rating them based on if we enjoy the drama. It's not like the highest score is necessarily the most dramatic, but it's the most juicy, enjoyable drama. And the winner of that was Love Island, which I think is totally accurate. There's a great amount of drama, but there's always purpose behind the drama, unlike on Bachelor Bachelorette, where it feels like the drama is totally scripted, manufactured, fake, and just weird. And you're just like, uh, can we get on with this so that I can see love and romance? Yeah. Like, I, I, you know, just to reference a concrete example from this most recent season, the Bennett and Noah drama was so drawn out where I'm like, why am I wasting 20 minutes of my life watching this when I don't care? Yeah. Like, just get on to Tasha finding love, please, and thank you. Yeah, I I also never like The Bachelor much. Like, that is not special to this season. Every year, we, and it is also the same format of like, okay, two people don't get along, they go on a two-on-one, yeah. you get rid of the one, you always wanted to get rid of them. And it, like, I'm not saying the drama isn't there. Again, drama is there, but it is not good. So it is getting a low score. Totally. I could do without it. It's not enriching my watching experience. And Love Island, at least in our experience, the drama, it, feels very organic like I you know of course the producers do set up situations that like could create the possibility for drama but it's not like they are whispering in their ear telling them what to do right and like I also think Love Island Australia is specifically what we're watching and there's one individual I can think of who I who I feel has been driven I don't want to say to insanity because that's a little pretty much extreme but she's been driven to like yeah just completely go off the rails and so she's just taking and just do do behavior that is clearly very uncharacteristic it's for her. clearly uncharacteristic but like but you can you, tell you've that seen the progression to that point and you know like why she does what she does totally yeah I completely agree and my theory as far as drama is like it, it's all about like the ratio of guys to girls like when when there's the same ratio of guys to girls and like everyone it, there's there's a lot more drama is going to happen so much more easily because there's going to become triangles there's going to become shapes you know and different <laughs> yeah. interactions and friendships and like all of that stuff is going on whereas on bachelor bachelorette they have to manufacture the drama because it's just this one giant love triangle so like it's never the drama just doesn't really ever go anywhere because there's no like nuance or complication. And also like people are training themselves to ignore the fact that who they're vying yeah, for is dating other people. Like they are, they're purposely getting themselves to ignore that fact. So all of the drama just comes from like disliking each other. Like it's not even about Tasha. It's like just simply that they don't get along. And like for the most part on Bachelor Bachelorette, the people who are involved in drama, you know, they're not the winner. Like, you know, they're not going to go far. They're not the people you like. They're not the people you root for. You don't care about So them. you're just like, all right, I'm watching this drama, but like, then the people I actually like aren't involved in it. Whereas on a lot of the other shows, you see people you like, like Bachelor in Paradise, you see characters you've gotten to know and like fighting with each other. And you actually can like have a side or take a perspective or like care, you know? I also think, and this gets into bonus points a little bit in editing, but not editing in the way that I think we were scoring on. But 
all the time I hear people when they're talking about bachelor bachelorette being like oh so-and-so got a bad edit which Mm. is something I feel like is important to pay attention to Mm -hmm. for a second is sometimes there are people on like bachelor bachelorette that aren't necessarily involved in drama but the way that they're edited and the stuff that the producers choose to show or choose to admit is just like weird yeah and that's another reason why I was like okay bachelor bachelorette uh uh-uh because they present people in a really strange way sometimes like you can tell that they are playing with the scales of like yeah showing some people in a really positive light showing other people in like a neutral it just it's distorting totally and I think like especially what you're saying Lily with the fact that we see these same like archetypes of characters season after season it's like you're like you're creating that and the fact that then we see these people on bachelor in paradise and you get to see a totally different like fun side to them yeah. and you're like i was really just being shown what Such they a wanted one dimensional what they version. wanted to show me where you're like, showing so little where it's like this person has been on i barely even know their name why is taisha keeping him around i'm not talking about anyone specific but just you know yeah. um and then i have to remind myself like this is not actually what's happening really they're right. only yeah. showing you what they want to show you right but i want to see like a more representative situation totally and you know I think you bring up a funny point Lily that like someone who we aren't seeing that much of like they are having their full experience like from the perspective of that person like they're just as much in it as anyone else but like as a viewer we're like you really thought you were in this thing like (laughs) come on yeah yeah 100% and like this was something I was saying in a direct comparison of Love Island versus Bachelor Bachelorette is in Bachelor Bachelorette, how many times have you seen a preview of something for the next week's episode? And that was misleading. That happens mm-hmm. all the time, but they make it look like drama is happening between two people. That's just not. Or that, they take sound bites and they yeah. cut stuff together. Like yeah. They really They alter. make the next episode seem more exciting than it's actually going to be. So then you're and disappointed. You're left like, you oh, know what? That wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. I don't want to jump ahead too much, but this ties into my enjoyment. So I'll hold off on this comment for enjoyment, but we'll make sure to come back to that. But another thing is also like, I feel like the preview, not only does it distort things, but it also shows me like all of the juiciest moments. And then I'm not left wanting more. Right. Whereas a lot of other shows, like I feel like, for example, Love Island, the way that they do their previews and like next episode on they show you the perfect amount of like just the highlights and then you want to see how all of the details come together. And also on Bachelor Bachelorette, I feel like we see the same stuff in the previews time and time and time again. It's like once I see it for real, with the exception of Bring Her Home, you know, (laughs) once you see it for real, you're like, I'm so, I'm so desensitized to this right. now. Like, this well, doesn't even, even, this bring doesn't her even home. have anything. Okay, but bring her home. Bring because her it, home. It, was, it, was like, it was iconic, of course, it was iconic, but it and was, it, and it would have been better if that was the first time we had seen her do that. No, no. It, it, bring her home had its power because of its repetition. Okay. But I also think part of the reason that bring her home had power was because for so long, we didn't know who she what was, it was, who he, who she wanted him to bring home. Yeah. Bring who was home. being brought home, who was being brought home. Exactly. So overall with drama, Love Island definitely won. Then Bachelor in Paradise. I think that's pretty clear. And then Too Hot to Handle and Love is Blind tied for third place. Worst place was dating around. Once again, like if you're looking for drama, that's probably not your show. Next up, we have community slash universe. So we had a tie 
Bachelor, Bachelorette, and Bachelor in Paradise. Essentially the same universe. They got essentially Bachelor Nation. Yeah. Bachelor Nation. They almost got a perfect score with 29. Like just iconic. You 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 can't find a better community or a more passionate group of people than Bash- Bachelor Nation. I think Absolutely. it's numbers wise the strongest mm-hmm. throughout the nation and, and the world. And um, you know, the fact that they even amongst themselves, like you definitely get to see on Bachelor in Paradise how then the characters, so to speak, from Bachelor Bachelorette then interact amongst, it becomes like their own dating pool. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. Because you'll see so many times, whether it's through Bachelor in Paradise or whether it's through just Natural organic, means. yeah, just like mutual friends, yeah. you wind up like dating within the pool of the Bachelor universe, which I think is really interesting as well. You 100%. also have strong name recognition totally. for so long after you're on any of these shows, even if you go out early. Totally. Yeah. I think you remain and, relevant. And you're likely to get a strong Insta- Instagram following. We even have Nick Vial, who has Vial Files. So, you know, there's definitely strong staying power. Tyler Cameron has really made something of himself Seriously. from this show. Like Crossover it's- into legitimate fame, like totally. a little bit, you know, like getting there. And yeah, so I, I think that's an obvious, obvious answer. The only show that even came close with 25 points was Love Island, um, which I do think benefits so strongly from the fact that there's literally five episodes a week and it releases live and it releases live so what is happening when you watch love island is happening like that happened it's yesterday like, I, I have to remind myself it's like big brother it's like yeah yeah and i think that that creates a really strong sense of community and like um there's no chance for spoilers like right. there's literally no chance and for spoilers which the- i think is a really which is really detrimental with bachelor like the spoilers and the, and the spoiling of that show is just rampant, you totally. know? And I think that with Tasha's season, like, luckily I haven't really gotten too much spoiled, but like in seasons past, like it just, it will, it just gets leaked out or it's just so obvious from the very beginning mm. that people just know. Right. You know? Another super strong community aspect to Love Island with it being live and everything is the fact that people are on Instagram, on Twitter, looking like you know tweeting whatever and then also that not always but sometimes there's the element of how Australia or UK or the US is going to vote with the people or like with the you know people on the show yeah like the fact that the audience has power to control some dates control who goes home sometimes like that also I think brings a really powerful community totally but I don't just you know to Love Island's defense I don't think people are given too much power right no, it's not, it's not like American Idol where like, yeah. you know, they're it's do or die voting. on the people. Yeah. It's yeah. just every once in a while. Um, and what else? Every, every other show is a little bit average other than dating around, which once again, did not get a very good score. I just want to, um, quickly say yes. love is blind. I know this is, um, an untraditional one to score highly in this category, but I gave it a very high score because this was one of the few shows that I think captured a very diverse audience. Mm-hmm. For example, my father, who has been quoted to say that watching The Bachelor, Bachelorette, et cetera, shows like that is making me lose brain cells, has detrimental impacts on my health. This is the only dating show he has ever watched and enjoyed. And I think that it caught some people who aren't traditional love and romance reality TV watchers. And I think it is something... I mean, it is a show that has really retained people's interest in terms of, I look up 
how these couples are doing way more frequently than I look up any other show. Like I am invested in these relationships. And I can agree completely. Like when that show was coming out, I remember there being like for when the reunion especially was coming out, like so many people were like, all I need to know is like how they're doing now. Totally, totally, totally. And I, I appreciated with that show as well that like they waited so long to release it that we got a really proper thorough update. You know, like the reunion happened like literally a year and a half or like even two years like after this all happened, which I think was really powerful because we got to, we got a hint at the staying power of totally, these couples. Totally. All right. Next up is enjoyment, just episode by episode. How enjoyable, how much do we look forward to each episode? The winner of this category was Bachelor in Paradise with second place coming in from Love Island, uh, third place going to Dating Around, fourth place going to Love is Blind, and, you know, kind of a hodgepodge spread out category, um, and everyone has their personal preference as far as enjoyment, but I do think Bachelor in Paradise is probably pretty accurate. I I'm- think that length is a really important thing to bring up yeah. in this category, at least for me, as someone who loved, loved, loved Married at First Sight, the show was so long and the episode length and all of that created serious problem for me. Whereas dating around that is like 20 minute episodes. And there's only like five a season. Like we could do with more. That mm-hmm. does great things for me, but like bachelor, bachelorette, married at first sight, I am not left wanting more right. and I want to be left wanting more. So if anyone here is a producer of any of these shows, I think it would be in your best interest to shorten the reality love and romance shows just a little bit. Um, what I wanted to say as far as Bachelor in Paradise, as Liesl had mentioned, obviously everyone has their own personal preferences, but I was once quoted to say while watching Bachelor in Paradise for the first time, season six to be exact, while it was airing, um, I was quoted to say, not a day goes by that I don't think about Bachelor in Paradise and those people and, yeah. and the situations. And the fact that you get a back-to-back Monday, Tuesday airing is like pretty spectacular if you ask me. Yeah. As far as, I want to go back to what I was saying about enjoyment and yeah. the previews from before. Bachelor, Bachelorette got a super low enjoyment score from me. And a big reason for that, I would say, is the fact that the preview, I see it and I'm like, I'm already annoyed at you guys. I'm already yeah. annoyed at, at what's about to happen. And then like, I'm, I see it in two hour form and I'm still annoyed. I'm still like frustrated or, or left feeling like literally this episode could have been like 30 minutes. And all I really care about is like seeing the relationships progress. Like give me more of the, of the substance, you know, like get rid, like they, they spend so much time on that show doing nothing you know what do you get what I'm saying yeah totally um okay so I think that pretty much covers enjoyment all of these shows obviously we watched them so we enjoyed them somewhat and next up we have casting which also kind of includes the trashiness the are they normal people are they influencers are they nice are they friendly are they funny like all of this kind of combined Um, with 10, you know, out of 10 being, we really love the cast and like find them really enjoyable and amazing to watch. And maybe a one being like they're trashy and I wouldn't want to interact with them ever. And I think also like on, in addition to trashy, like, are they good looking? Are are they like a catch? Or like, are they just kind of common people? Yeah. Because I would say like with Married at First Sight, 
they're not necessarily even like trying to portray these people as like such a catch you're not even like they're good looking they don't seem like they're particularly successful in life like whereas bachelor bachelorette i really feel like they try and get people that like are quote unquote, objectively good looking, successful, normal, happy, sane people. And just like people you want to watch on a show for an extended period of time. like That you want to root for. Yeah. Are these people that I can become invested in? Married at first sight? Absolutely. I don't care what happens to you. (laughs) And like, I feel like the, the biggest the biggest L that you can take as a reality dating show is to be like, here are all these hot, hot, hot people. Like they're such hot singles and then they're not. And they act <laughs> really like they are. By that. I they get- act like they're the, literally the hottest people ever and they're just not that hot. Like I would say both Too Hot to Handle and Love Island are guilty of this. 100%. Like they're, like literally they talk about these people like, like they are they're the literally hottest people Leonardo ever. DiCaprio, like- Victoria's Secret Models, like- and they're not. And they're just straight up not, which is is like taking an L in the casting realm, um, especially if they don't have personalities to like back it up. Right. But I do think in the in the case of those two shows, yeah. they do do a good job of casting finding personalities, good personalities. Finding personalities, which is important. Um, okay. So the winner of casting was Bachelor in Paradise, which I think kind of comes from the fact that you have the Bachelor universe and they, they pick a lot of people and then they choose from that who was successful on tv like who did people like on tv already and and then they get to choose those people and they curate like okay who's a like fun spunky person from this season who's a fun spunky person from that season who's a drama creator who's like the fact that it can be so curated Curated. from such a like wealth of knowledge about these people I think that that really just gets at the the good good of casting they do have an unfair like up yes I will say but I can get on board with them having the best casting but it is like a little bit they do have they did some cheating they did some cheating and I misspoke because there's actually a tie for first which is with dating around um which we like like it's a it's an interesting blend of I think interesting personalities interesting lifestyles but normal people like not not influencers like these are real people but like some of them are attractive and like definitely some of them are attracted to each other which is you know what we're asking for here and just diverse and just like a cool interesting group of people I also think that dating around is the easiest show to connect with the people on the screen as I said there's other shows where I'm like okay I want to become invested in you but like 99% of them it's not like people where I'm like oh I see myself in you but dating around it's like I could be on this show like this or I could so... like know these people exactly so I like that I can connect with them because I can get invested in a different way and I also just want to place emphasis on the diversity which is part of the reason why I got such a high score on my sheet um because that is really important that I'm like okay I get to see all types of people from all walks all ages all you know races different backgrounds different countries different Different, um sexual orientation like like everything everything but on top of that like I would say the casting is like pretty exclusively like cool metropolitan like city you know city people young and you know I know we did just say that they do different ages but like the fact that it is primarily like cool hip young people is pretty appealing and you know I do like to see the the older people as well because they're very cute it is well it's cute and then there's also like the sexy old people where you're like oh get it like I'm so happy for you yeah there are some like sexy divorced moms who are like you know 
trying to that's not really what i was thinking of what were you thinking of sexy old people yeah like on remember (laughs) remember (laughs) on um dating around brazil how there was there were like there was that older lady who was yeah the sexy divorced mom that's what i meant no but i just felt like that you were misrepresenting her like that to the point where i didn't feel like we were talking about the same person. That's exactly who I was talking about. That sensual older woman who was Sorry, with- it's, it was the, it's the difference between sensual and sexy. Right, okay. <laughs> I'm glad we covered that. Um, but regardless, I, I just, if you haven't seen Dating Around, I feel like it won't totally make sense like how cool and hip and fun these people are. Yeah. Like they're they're a little alternative, I feel like. Absolutely. Like hip, great I would almost go as far as to say they're hipster. No, they're 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 hipsters. They're, well, they're, hipsters. they're not all hipsters. They're not Some all hipsters. Majority. I would say majority hipster, majority millennial hipsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's fun. to me is the best word to describe them. Yeah. Millennial. Alternative. Oh. millennials too yeah throw them all in there i mean even the ones who aren't millennials like i feel like are kind of millennials yeah it just has a very millennial vibe yeah so if you're a millennial we recommend okay um, i'm literally dying to know who won the overall okay wait yeah we can keep going of course (laughs) of course but we want to build the suspense for the people my suspense is built um okay what i will say is that are you the one has the worst cast and i will stand by that 100 yeah, percent. i agree they're not hot they're not fun they're not funny they don't they're make like me laugh. emotionally they're dramatic. so they're... unintelligent it's almost concerning <laughs> yeah yeah. No. yeah totally okay and then last but not least we have the bonus points um the show that got the most bonus points was bachelor in paradise once again the bonus points were group closeness host and editing obviously chris harrison is the best host to ever walk this earth like that's pretty obvious um i would say bachelor in paradise and love island both have funny and fun editing going on Um, yeah and i feel like for for some people they might be a little bit confused by the fun and funny editing but like there is a comedic aspect you know how bachelor bachelorette like takes itself so seriously bachelor in paradise like the editors have so much fun in my opinion like Like, even the theme song is literally like a parody of itself yeah it's very like kitschy and fun and like you know on bachelor in paradise like there will be a couple that like the audience has been rooting for to like get together for so long and the editors will cut to like stock videos of like fireworks going on right you know and like like birds like flowing and like the american flag like they'll they have fun with it whereas like on regular bachelor bachelorette like there's fireworks because like they're watching a firework show and they're kissing again and they're going to a country pop star they sound so good and they're slow dancing exactly and even like i think Chris is funnier. On, Chris Harrison is funnier yeah. on and Bachelor the fact Paradise. that they have Wells, the bartender, totally. like so fun. Totally. Um, and I will say, dating around also did get some bonus points for their, for their editing artistry. and their artistry, the cinematography. Everything's very so aesthetic. It over looks there. like a movie. Like you know yeah. how reality TV is shot. Like reality TV, that one is shot like as if it's a movie. That yeah. I watch it and I'm like, wow, the like value, like the what's the word, like the money production that, value. Yeah, the production value feels very high. On yeah, dating around. Definitely, Love Is Blind got a couple bonus points. Too Hot to Handle got a couple bonus points. Um, worst on the bonus points was Married at First Sight. <laughs> no group closeness, no host. No, they are kind of group closeness. No, we didn't get. Gigi and you I both gave them straight zero. I watched that show. <laughs> okay, fine. Full. There was a little bit of there group was closeness. Closeness. They went on a trip together. Yeah, but, yeah, but they, they didn't, didn't interact like, with each other on no, the they trip. Did. Yes, they did. Barely. They, they played volleyball together. One time. One time. <laughs> 
they were focused on getting to know their partner you're right okay okay but they did all live in like atlanta or whatever so they could they could hang out they did okay but listen then host if we're even going to talk about the experts as hosts i hate (laughs) it don't like and then the editing was bad too production value on that show no that show was filmed on a potato literally said the other day budget must have been must have been literally like two dollars they literally send them to like i'm sorry but like a sandals resort and like anyway (laughs) i remember when they were in their like honeymoon suites like i was like i know what that room smells like like it It smells smells like like chlorine and like baby powder like horrible (laughs) anyway all right so lily it's the moment that you've been waiting for yes we're gonna go from last place to first place and i will say that there is a tie somewhere in here that feels right though. do you girls want to guess what you think last place no i just want you to give it to um me. last place i think is gonna be are you the one you're correct yes. are you the one is in last place for us that is not our favorite reality dating show Well, but that does not go to say that like we didn't enjoy i mean liesel and i did wind up scrubbing through a I gave it amount. a very high enjoyment score. I loved that show. I looked forward to watching it. But I, I mean, but I, that feels too. I'm not mad at in that. In its defense, like Liesl and I, we were intrigued. We did want to watch it and we wanted to see what was going on at the end. We didn't like, you know, bow out completely. And I have two things to say. First thing is, you know, we watched a season from 2014. Oh and gosh, like, I don't really difference. think that's giving, that's giving it a fair shot. And I know that their most recent season was an all pansexual season which is not just the most recent season because i've seen one other season of it that was like two years ago or a year ago and that was also oh okay so recently they've been they've expanded it to pansexual which i think does give it some points in diversity and does make it a little bit more interesting totally and we didn't really see that so we couldn't and on top of that like the first season reeked of 2014 like everyone looked like they were on 2014 mtv because they were you know what i mean and like mtv in general is already like not the not the classiest no but um but on top of that I think Liesl did make a good point that she believes are you the one could be drastically improved Mm -hmm. if we were to like as the audience were to be given all of the perfect matches from the get-go and then you get to watch all of this stuff unfold which I think would be far more interesting or you know it would be different but like I think that that'd be more fun because like the idea of getting to know that two match like a match are crossing paths with each other but not seeing it for themselves you're like <laughs> yeah I also just think it would make it different like that's yeah. such a unique perspective that like no other dating show has which at the end of the day is all you can ask for which let's put a pin in this because when we get to our okay. um you know perfect reality show I already have some ideas of okay. how how we might start it off and stuff like that um and with with are you the one like if any of the producers are listening right now like please show us some of the matchmaking behind the scenes yeah we need we need some some like even if it's so fake and like you just bring like the millionaire matchmaker woman in and like have her like make the matches or just like some person who like comes in and is like the fake matchmaker like it would legitimize it and make it like a little bit more fun to watch in my totally totally but you know at the end of the day like they still got 83 points which is nothing to scoff at like that's still a lot of enjoyment going on there totally okay in sixth place do you girls want to guess um married at first sight correct Gigi, you're killing it married at first sight got a total of 98 points 
like once again I, I do think budgetary like if they could up their budget <laughs> yeah it would no. it could be like a way better show and I think the other thing is also like unfortunately you're just not gonna get that many like cool coveted people who are willing to get married who are willing to get married like on the spot so like you know of course we do want to acknowledge that part of the like just part of it is like you want to watch it for the absurdity and like part of that comes down to the it just being absurd characters that are kind of like loose cannons or weird in yeah, some way yeah. but I also think like it would be really interesting if they could again maybe even further legitimize their matchmaking process and and maybe that would also like garner more trust from actually like yeah normal coveted yeah. people yeah and like I, I you know just like are you the one like has such MTV energy to me Married at First Sight is like TLC energy. So if, if you what, like almost below? worse, what's almost below? worse. But like if you enjoy watching like television on the quality level of TLC, like this show could be for you because that is where the quality is. But I do, I truly think like if Netflix like were to buy the concept of Married at First Sight and judge it up, like it could be really good. And part of that judging is um, cutting the length because <laughs> yeah. I have never watched a show where I'm like, come on come on and, and like, I loved it and like, did they release weekly like I don't you, know that would be excruciating it would be excruciating like horrible yeah they do they do release weekly yeah mm-hmm. and what I think there should also be in my opinion would be six marriages instead of four also just like, like I think it's cut, not, it's not like, five in half. maybe five or six five or six because I just think four like it's not enough like there's not it's not enough few. people there's no sense of community or like yeah it's it's just a little sparse I also think they're doing the opposite of the bachelor where like the bachelor is giving people weird edits where like some people we see a lot of them and some people we're not seeing any of them whereas like married at first sight probably because the production value is zero dollars everyone you're just like seeing everything and I can respect that okay I really feel a part of their home but like I don't need to see you preparing breakfast I don't need to see you walking around your home walking your dog like let's pick the most interesting things and the rest you can do like behind the scenes like what do they do on big brother where like you can tune in and watch let's do right. live streams yeah live streams. Yeah, yeah, yeah great but for the show much shorter please please and I think like I don't know if we said this on the pod or if we were talking about this before but just you know marriage is not the like romantic fun anticipating like sexy time marriage is like the hard you know, time. Whereas like on the bachelor bachelorette, we're watching like the dating portion and like the lead up to an engagement. There's a lot of anticipation and excitement and like fun. Whereas like, like on married at first sight, like you're kind of over that and you're onto like the hard. Well, but even in addition, like when you're forced to marry someone at first sight, (laughs) like you basically just have to get comfortable with them period on like a companionship level before anything else. And, and so like, I think each couple kind of has to navigate, like not forcing the romance, but also like trying to get some element of romance. But like, I just don't think that the show and the format is setting them up for success with romance. Definitely not. Definitely not. Um, like, and if the budget was higher and like the, everything was more glamorous, like it could have more romance if there was more glamour. Right. I do think glamour and romance are like, <laughs> yeah. they're sisters, you know, like they, yeah. they work really well together. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So next up, who do you girls think? I think dating around. Gigi, you're killing it. Dating around. 
Um, it's it's really a great show, and it's a sh- it's a show you can throw on any episode with like a group of people and like have fun watching it. Totally, and I think that there are some episodes that are like, whoa, this was like so weird, and I hated like everyone, but it's still entertaining. And yeah. then there are others where you're like, oh, this is like they had so many like earnest, you know, earnestly heartwarming like little conversations, earnestly good like dates and I'm yeah. so happy for them that like they get to you know continue to like date and there's no pressure like all it is is a second date like it's like really not the that amount hard. of pressure in married at first sight <laughs> versus dating around is astronomical yeah. I difference. also think that because the production value is so high and because it's not a traditional trashy tv show in that way it can attract audience members from all over like similarly to how I said I think love is blind casts a very wide net I think that even people who like don't necessarily like romantic reality tv show could go for dating around because I think it has a plethora of components to it and like in dating around like the interactions like you really are like a fly on the wall like you just get to watch these people go on a blind date like you know it's very genuine and authentic and people are sharing and it's not it's not fake or like cultivated in my opinion one thing I do need to know about dating around from the producers how are they going about filming it it cannot all be one night because the the like one person who's dating five people goes to drinks dinner and then probably drinks again like that's kind of the format they'd be be so drunk and also like like they wouldn't be able to be charismatic hours in the night to do that five times but they're wearing the same clothes like and I know that they could just put the same clothes back on but like like, I just look they look like it is happening in the same night it looks like it's happening in the same night and also like okay are we doing two per night like I want to know logistically how they go about filming that show I agree with you I've thought about that many times and oh you know what else I think we can add as a as an element is just go down the line and say um I would participate. I wouldn't participate. Let's like, do that. I'd at be the a end. contestant, Let's or I would be at the a end. contestant. Let's do that at the end. Okay. Okay. So dating round got a very formidable 100 points. Like that's solid, you know. And now we're getting into, in my opinion, more premium territory. Okay. Next up, what do you girls think? Too hot to handle. I was gonna say the same. You're exactly right. So too hot to handle got 123 points. Very very solid. Do you girls have any commentary on that? I just think it's a really unique premise which as and I it's said, fun yeah, yeah so fun and as I said like I want to be watching something that's like novel and different and I think too hot to handle after many very repetitive romantic tv shows finally gave me some of that and it has pretty good staying power you know like there are a few people from that show that we're still you know somewhat keeping yeah. an eye on one thing I am curious to know about is if they do do a season two which I really hope they do how are they going to keep it a secret oh, you know point. Totally. but I mean I guess it's not that difficult to be like okay we're Netflix and we do a thousand of these shows hey we're doing a new show come to this yes. remote location and let's go totally one th- one criticism that I did have of that show very strongly was like they were so bad at explaining how the money worked yeah and it was very confusing I can agree who with that was result. gonna get money and was it how split it between was all split? of them was yeah. it like whoever does the least and I it was do weird I do kind of think that like they could potentially tweak the money element yeah. of it because it doesn't really feel fair that they're all splitting when like Francesca and Harry are like the like the reason that they got the amount of money that they got and like you know how it's kind of like if you find love like you know you should get money or like there should be an incentive to find love yeah but like that show all it does is like 
discourages physical touch. Right. So, and there's no reward for good behavior. Does that make sense? No. Yeah. They also lacked consistency in the money department. Like they gave the money back and then they took it away. Like, yeah, like it was just like, like, why are you bringing up this money aspect when they're going to walk away with like $2,000? You know what I mean? Right. They ended up most of these people then wind up running the cost benefit and they're like, okay, I can either get $2,000 or I can do whatever I want. And then it just loses some of its, you know, power. All right, and in third place with 129 points. Love Island. No, yeah, uh, yeah, Love Island. Um, I was going to say Bachelor. Lily, you got it. It is Bachelor, Bachelorette in third place with 129 points. Totally solid with high marks in romance and community. Um, and, you know, you know, pretty solid overall, lacking in premise, drama, and enjoyment. Yeah. Um, but, you know, very solid and, of course, has such a strong place in our hearts. Right. It has to, like, the respect has to be put on the Bachelor, Bachelorette name. Of course. 100%. And now tied for second place, what do you girls think? Love Island. Love Island. And mm, I don't even know what the one that we haven't... I don't know. Love is blind. Love Island and Love is Blind. The two that include love in their name, both tied for second with 137 points, which is pretty remarkable, honestly, that we even got a tie. That is pretty remarkable. And I do still think that we should um, give each show a brief assessment the way that we have with with each of our shows thus far. So let's start with Love is Blind. I, I mean, I think it's a really good premise. I love the idea of like, we're going to figure out if love is truly blind. Like how, how are people going to interact when they can't see each other? Like, how is that going to create dynamics? I, that it's just so juicy. Like it's, it's so, so, that's our, to be clear, it's juicy. It's juicy, but we enjoy saying juicy. It's very juicy. <laughs> and it's very juicy. Like, you know, just, I, I love the idea. It's a social experiment. Like I, I love it. Yeah. And you know, I'm glad you bring up those keywords <laughs> because they do throw that around so, so much. much like, this is an experiment. And, and that's like that, those words alone give the people it on the show so much faith. Like yeah. you can tell that they're like, there's social experiment. Like I, I have faith in this social experience. I'm a yeah. scientist. I know <laughs> that also attracts more likable individuals because they're like, okay, I'm participating in a social experiment. I'm not just like being romantic on TV, which has some trashy connotation. And I forget the other thing I was going to say about it, but I absolutely. I also really appreciate that they're figuring out for themselves. Yeah. Like they're, it's really, they have agency. They have agency. 100%. And, um, I think that they got a, a great group of people when I was doing my scoring. Like I just couldn't help but think about Jessica the annoying blonde woman like over and over and over again and how much I despised her but I do think like if we take her out of the equation like overall we had like fun spunky personalities but attractive also, like, people who are down. ready to get married you know yeah. what I mean like there was definitely people who were like I'm ready to get married and I think that like people who are either ready to get married or ready to be in a serious relationship like those are the people we need on these shows also not that we assessed any of the shows in this category but that produced a lot of couples that are still together yeah which longevity. I don't really care because when I'm watching the show, I'm doing it for the show. But like the longevity of that show is pretty remarkable. Of the relationships from it. Yeah, yeah, like so many of them are still together. Right. And that has some value to Success me rate. Like, okay, look Maybe we should do. have assessed success rate. But I mean, like you're saying, Lily, that doesn't really have to do with like 
the show yes. itself necessarily. I think, I think also like unfortunately success rate is really difficult to quantify because all of these shows have different season like amounts of seasons totally. or amounts of couples that they're even producing so like you know you can't really compare the success rate of the entire bachelor universe to love is blind which only has one season you know and on top of that for example like too hot to handle a lot of them left that experience not necessarily in a relationship but like pleased that they learned how to develop a romantic connection that wasn't physical you know and like that was like I think especially considering some of the goals of the show the mission statement as Lily previously said is it varies yeah so we couldn't really necessarily compare apples to apples but I would definitely say like you know love is blind and bachelor universe like reign supreme as far as like really creating some long-lasting couples like yeah you know there are bachelor babies out there there's you know bachelor really long-lasting marriages and i bet there are love is blind babies on the way i bet i bet some are gonna come and i just say one thing that's a little bit off topic which is like can you imagine being a bachelor baby and like one day asking your parents how did you meet and your parents saying like here watch our meeting like I, I know that is actually pretty wild like but that's the thing the kid is going to grow up always knowing that they're not going to have a time when they don't know that their parents met on tv yeah um and but yeah it 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 would be so crazy if you gave me a season of footage of my parents meeting yeah the thing is also like I think it's a different age where you find out how they met and you don't even have a concept of what that means okay. and a different age that you then get to actually watch yeah like, exactly I mean like let's say I'm five years old when I'm told like oh yeah like we met that's how we met on tv like, I'm like okay that's yeah normal exactly then. I'm like okay sure like exactly and then when I'm 15 let's say and they're like okay you can actually watch I would be like this is unbelievable unbelievable like insane um what I will say also like just going back a little bit to too hot to handle the fact that Harry and Francesca were together for any period of time like the fact that they produced even one couple that lasted over a year is remarkable it is pretty remarkable and uh Love Island um that you know is kind of freshest in Gigi in my mind because we are currently watching Love Island Australia season one is on Hulu and like I'm telling you I have laughed so hard. I I've have come, felt come, so many emotions. I've come close to tears even. Yeah. I actually, maybe that's a lie, but you know, you get the gist that like, I, I'm feeling feelings in my body for these people and their situations. And I will say like, they really do get like a major um, slash of their reputation for the lack of diversity um like literally one girl comes on and she's like I'm like I know I'm like the curvy like bigger girl and like she's not like even remotely like I think that's a little bit of a misrepresentation because she didn't say she was the curvy bigger girl she said that she's she's she identifies as she was like I'm gonna be successful because I'm curvy oh yeah okay maybe Um, she didn't mean it like that no she didn't mean it like that but diversity in terms of racial diversity there is literally zero but like race age size you know, uh, sexual uh, preference, although arguably there might have been some sexual preferences <laughs> that we didn't know about, but like it's it's really lacking in diversity. And I really, really hope that they can improve on that. And I maybe this is an Australian kind of phenomenon. Yeah, it's literally all white, cisgendered, straight, able bodied, skinny, skinny, fit, fit, conventionally good looking. There's people. one short man. <laughs> and by short, he's like 5'11. 5'11. That's not short. Yeah, so there you go. That, but that's 
But here's the thing is like, you know, we do want, as we previously mentioned, when they claim to have the hottest of hotties, like we want them to be hot. We want, and I'm not encouraging a lack of diversity by any means, Right. but when we're talking about height, I do no, have yeah. a certain um, issue with this 5'11 business because literally all the girls won't look in his direction. <laughs> yeah. Like, and that's the thing with that show. Like when someone comes on that, like no one finds hot, it, it can really being coveted is, is a huge element. But I will say like, if you are starving for content, like, and you just want like a barrage of episodes and like to see people truly, like, I, I do feel like on, on Love Island, like it is similar to dating around in that we are watching very genuine conversations. People forget that the cameras are around. People aren't thinking like, oh, I'm being recorded. I'm being watched all the time. Like you, you get a lot of very real drama, romance, dating conversations. And I also feel like we are getting enough content, like enough percentage of their waking hours to, to feel like I have somewhat of a, like, an accurate assessment of, of what's going on and like psychologically what's happening. And like these who people. these people are. Yeah. Like you really do feel like you know them because yeah. you see so like you see so much of their lives, yeah. you know, play out. So I, I definitely recommend Love Island. And I think that that those two being tied is beautiful symmetry. And last but not least, our number one is Bachelor in Paradise. It's just, it's the best of both worlds because you have all of that romance and community that scored so high on Bachelor, Bachelorette. And then you have everything else of the, you know, multiple couples going on at once. Drama the fun between drama. everyone. The fun, fun drama. drama. Um, enjoyment episode to episode. A better premise, you know, because you're having matching ups and loves triangles and loves triangles <laughs> and all that stuff. Like, it's just, it's beautiful. This feels like another um, instance of Bachelor in Paradise cheating just a little bit because they got the ultimate. And I yeah. don't mean Bachelor is the best of the best in that meaning of the word ultimate, but like it is the ultimate romance show and they got to turn it into perfection. Right. So they did cheat, but I'll give them, they got my highest score on my sheet as well. They deserve that, but their means of getting there is just like a little bit suspicious. Yeah. And like, because you, if you're watching the show, like you probably already know the characters, you already know the context and like, the the setting as well of like always being on the beach is like once again great and just overall it's it's really a beautiful show and I also think believability is is an important element like I believe that the people on Bachelor in Paradise are are like feeling genuine things for each other yeah whereas like are you the one let's say there's less believability that like these people aren't just doing crazy shit just for Mm -hmm. like the entertainment value yeah and like we were talking about bachelor bachelorette babies a lot of those babies are from paradise they're they are already like uh, there's a fleet of bachelor in paradise babies yeah so honestly bachelor in paradise is very powerful and it's available to watch and view on hulu and hbo and you could also buy it on amazon prime like Gigi and i have so like just I'm so passionate about it and even if you've never seen The Bachelor or The Bachelorette you can definitely enjoy some Bachelor in Paradise. So now I would love if we could just go down the line very quickly um, and just assess 
I just want a quick yes or no. Would you, can we say yes, no, or maybe yes, no, or maybe it's, would you be on it? Like yeah. not, would you like apply? It's like, would like, if you were offered a spot right now, yeah. Would you take it? Okay. Yeah. Bachelor, bachelorette. Maybe yes. I say yes. Bachelor in paradise. Yes. 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 Love Island. No, no. Um, for me, if they would let me be me and they would no, let me have my, can be you. If, no, if they would let me have my body, like if they, no, they're not going to like, they're not going to say, cut your body off. Well, but that's what I'm saying is like, if no. they're accepting me for me, which they yes. wouldn't do, no, like, they just, but you my, just said, if you get accepted, okay, if, if they offered me a spot, I'm going. No, my big problem with love Island is I do not want to be filmed 24 seven like that. Okay. I it's, it wouldn't be my preference. I just think they get has- filmed like in the shower. They get filmed like just oh. doing like everything. I mean, they don't show them. They don't the show shower. them naked, but like. I just think it has sort of, not that the other ones don't, but I think it has sort of a trashy reputation. It definitely has a trashy reputation. in my mind. And I just don't really want to be associated with that being that I have a pristine reputation right it now. It does, it totally. does have a trashy reputation, but like I would so go on there. Yeah. Like okay. if they, if they offered me, I would go. Okay, um, married at first sight. No, my first inclination is. is <laughs> oh my, it, it's an immediate no, no from me. No, my first inclination is to go like hell no, like definitely not. But like at the same time, the no. idea, like first of all, I think that this is how how married at first sight gets a lot of people. Is people go in and they're like, oh, they're interviewing like a hundred people. Like I probably won't get chosen. You know, like the odds of me actually getting chosen. So like, I, I do think it would be fun to be in that initial a hundred and then not get chosen to actually be married. Like I do. That's no, the only reason if you got offered a spot, meaning you went, okay, here's what I could see. You do it just to be like, Oh, I'll interview. And then, and then you get married offer it and, and you're like, wait, so my quote unquote soulmate is out there. I have to yeah. follow through with yeah. it. Yeah, I know. But that's the thing. Like I, listen I'm open to the idea of divorce like if that has to happen and like if they're gonna tell if me the like budget, Liesl, I think if the budget was <laughs> higher I would be a yes like I would do it <laughs> again now too hot to handle no that no, doesn't it fit doesn't me. fit I'm me not, I'm, I'm not, not yeah I don't want to be on too hot to handle are you the one no definitely not. I wouldn't go on that either love is blind yes 1, of course like what? way before any other, I'm ready course. to go on it tomorrow. The only thing is that like there is like you are supposed to get married at the end, which is like kind of intense. Yeah, but well, you get engaged immediately. Yeah, as right. soon as you you lock eyes, which you is like engage. fine. Like I'll get engaged as many times as I need to get engaged. Yeah, um, for it to then work out. Like yeah, engagement like breaking off an engagement in that environment. Yeah, is not that... like a big deal. So I I would totally do it, but like I the the part at the end where you have to like get in a wedding dress and either like say no or say yes at the at the I do is uncomfortable I wouldn't want to do that I um, 1000% would go but I would want to yeah. do the blind da- like actually the blind dating like I would totally I do that. wouldn't want to do the blind dating because like I, like I think I would be freaked out at the idea of like laying eyes on someone after like essentially like people say they are in love yeah. in the booth you and know what I mean reveal like their deepest darkest exactly exactly and like I'm not I'm not worried about um doing the blind dating aspect to then just be released into the real world like it would just be a social experiment right. where then you meet you do the the blind dating portion and then you go meet and if you're into it you're into it if not, there's no expectation that it will continue. I'm totally fine with that. What I'm uncomfortable with is having to get engaged and continue with someone 
if I couldn't see them. Uh And it's not that I think I'm that like shallow or vain or whatever, but at the same time, like I do think that physical attraction, it is really important and not that that can't develop. Like I do think there are plenty of people who I've at first sight, not necessarily found myself attractive. And then after like getting to know them and knowing their personality, I'm like, I totally find them attractive. Um, but I just don't know if I could get on board with the, with the love is blind, blind pods, and then engage. And then you have to do all this stuff. I'm on board. Okay. I'm on board because like, if I, if I'm, if I get engaged to like someone who I thought I really liked, you know, in the pod and then I see them and I'm not attracted to them, like I would get engaged and then I would just be like, I'm so sorry, but like, this isn't going to work. Yeah. I also don't think I would have that much of an issue being like, this is you know we'd be defying the odds if this did work like, right. I don't feel bad about being like I don't yeah. see this working um and finally dating around absolutely totally. 100% like I would love to go on that show absolutely. this is why I brought up this no question because when we were talking about dating around I was like I would love to go on that oh, show that'd no be question. so great would you guys want to be the one or one of the I would want to be the one of course I like I would do both possible. I would do I would either do like if they offered me you know be one of the five like I would do it but you know clearly being the one is a little bit a little bit superior totally but it is it does seem tiring yeah um but anyway now let's get into what we want to craft so i'll i'll start off by saying like this kind of like a little inkling of an idea that i do have and then you girls can tell me like if you want to build off of this or if we should pivot completely sure okay so i'm thinking like about you know are you the one and like married at first sight and like this these predestined matches But one thing that would be interesting that I think for our proposed dating show would be to have somehow a couple of episodes or introduce, you know, 10 guys and 10 girls to the American or the international public. Okay. Introduce them in the first couple of episodes. Then America or the world gets to vote on the couples on who we think would work well together. And then and in a we, sort of, are you, you the one? Do you think we see like a speed dating and then yeah. we get to, then we get to be like, yeah. oh, I want to see more of that couple. Yeah. Like we get the intro packages and we get maybe some like little speed dating moments. And then we. Because I do think more than, I think we would need more than just their own intro packages. We need to see some interaction between people and potentially take into account what they, like who they feel attracted to, yeah. what they Like see they would say their at. preferences. So, but like we get to be the matchmakers. Totally. And then basically like. Even if let's just say like Lily and um, David, let's just say Lily and David are um, oh, such a good are cast on the show. And I think like I ship Lily and David when I see the speed dating. And so I vote for them. But America votes like Lily and Charles, mm-hmm. you know, but I get to be like, no, like I always thought it was Lily and David. And then at the end, like you, we just let them like naturally like fi- try to find each other. Like, it's not like, you know, we tell them like, oh, you know, you're, oh, this, we this don't guy match is your them pair. Up. No, we do match them up, but no, no, but we don't make them. No, we together. don't make them pair. Like they have to find each other or find who they want. So then you can either be like, oh, I was right. And, uh-huh. and like, I got it. Or like, I was wrong. Okay. So what's the format of the show still more free form? They're all in a house together and they're just finding who they think they, they yeah. want to be with. Yeah. But that's, this is where I'm saying like, we need to like brainstorm together and kind of build off of this because that's really just episode one. You know, that's just the very beginning. Okay. What I like about this is a slightly elongated intro package because personally, no matter what type of reality show I'm watching, I always love getting to know my character. Yeah, I completely agree. A lot of the time, 
they only do the most interesting ones or they cut them really short. Yeah. So I'm a big fan of and dragging I agree. that out a little I, It bit. gets a little annoying when you don't, like, I know that they can't necessarily do intro packages for everyone, but like, I feel a little annoyed when we don't get an intro package for everyone on The Bachelor, Bachelorette, because yeah. I'm like, who are these people? Totally. And I get that there are 30 of them. We can't do all intro packages, but that's why we're, we have five girls, five guys, or would you say 10? I uh, what did I say? I think I said 10 and 10, but maybe we do five and five. Actually, I, I, I'm okay with 10 and 10. I think 10. 10 and 10 could work. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think I five like and five number. is too few. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So 10 and 10. And I think getting 20 intro packages is reasonable enough. And yeah. if you split it up over, let's say two episodes, yeah. that's totally fine. Okay. Yeah. What are the types of people? Like, are we getting Instagram thirst monsters? Are we getting normal people? Like, I think the ideal would be a love is blind type of population okay. where people are generally attractive you know, no one is like heinous. Um, and it's diverse. It's, you know, modern, fresh, but it's not, um, too millennial, like, you know, and are we going to have only straight couples? Um, well, for season one, definitely. I would say if you don't, Mm -hmm. and it's just a free for all that does sort of complicate. Well, I'm not saying it's a free for all, but like, what if you have, let's say of the 25 are by, Okay, that's that could work. That or could like, work. So I, I, you know, honestly, we would have to crunch some numbers and like actually do some mathematics to like see, make sure that that would still work out where everyone gets their pair. Um, but like, I do think it would be interesting to give the opportunity for some, you know, non-heteronormative couples to explore that, you know, that possibility. Totally. I also like that that brings in a novelty, which is that I've never seen a show that does crossover of mm-hmm. two um, sexual orientations. Which is more, which is more representative of the real world, Absolutely. you know, like, like it's like, obviously with Are You The One, for example, we had our pansexual seasons, which are so great and different and we love that, but, but it's I've a never little- seen- it's it's also a little like that is amorphous. Yeah. It's a yes. little too like all over the place. Yes. But th- combining like straight people and bi people, like I like that we've never seen that in a dating. And show the before. other thing is like, well, we have seen Demi from Bachelor Bachelorette mm-hmm. went on Bachelor in Paradise, yes. but there were no other gay women yeah, or bi women yeah. to be with her, so she had to do do it yourself and bring yeah. on her own. Bring she your really own. Did have bring to. your own girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, which is exactly what I'm saying. I like that our. DIY version of a dating show has some unique element to it and I think this is just that right yeah. or like 10 by people like I don't know you know something like some that. some ratio of yeah. the people like yeah yeah I I love that element and for me I think agency is super important like I as much as I do think that the expert stuff is is fun and cool I personally prefer and I think there's greater success with people getting to feel stuff out for themselves. Like the love is blind. I really appreciate that. Although there's like this social experiment aspect, it truly is them like finding out for themselves if they feel a connection with people. Yeah. And like, maybe like America or the world keeps voting like week after week. Yeah. And there is some element of like change. And like, maybe like at the end of each week, like they all have to couple up 
And then like America votes like, oh, do we think that they made good couples? Did they make bad couples? Did they like get the accurate couples that America had thought? Like, I don't know. There, you know, there's still a lot to work out and we're not, we're not TV producers, but I, I do think we're getting some somewhere. And are there challenges or there's no challenges? I, I would like some challenges. I think are there challenges dates? and dates. I think challenges and dates. They like, can kind of maybe somehow go like together a little bit. I think what I would want as far as challenges is fewer like physical challenges and I mean that both, more get to know each other challenges. I mean both like physical as in like kissing whatever and like rowing a kayak you know like, I, I'm saying physical across the board like they're not they don't really add that much whereas if we could add more psychological games yeah I think that would be really interesting I completely agree and like I don't know exactly what those would look like but I do think dates and games of the psychological nature would be fun yeah maybe there's like a team of psychologists and like relationship like experts that come in and like run the challenges yeah and that's where you get in the little bit of like even for, yeah. even for example um the too hot to handle when um shan john booty i don't actually know what her name is i'm so sorry i don't know what it is it's something it's like shan like she goes by shan but i think her last name is boodrum that but i think her instagram is shan booty or something like okay i'm okay, like okay. messing it up Anyways, i don't remember who you're talking about the woman who comes on and is like let's take a look at your yonis and let's talk oh, about your yonis oh, and draw your yoni. yeah 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 the yoni and, and and whatever they did with the guys to like break down their toxic masculinity like right. i do think that those kinds of um challenge self-improvement sort of challenges exactly. Either, yeah. it's like a retreat you yeah know? yeah yeah yeah. it's like a wellness um, retreat wellness retreat but also the psychological games yeah. you know um and are we doing like a destination or is it going to be set in a city no i think this should be on an island for sure okay like tropical. why not tropical why not why not and like but i also do think like with love island like they're on the beautiful island of majorca and they're just really not embracing the island as much as I wish they were right you know like they're pretty much in their house or they're just like sipping sangria like on the street um I wish that there was a little bit more of like cultural dates going on or like adventure dates like on bachelor bachelorette when they do like bungee jumping or like skydiving like I do think that that is a good bonding experience when people experience adrenaline and adventure or like, together even on bachelor bachelorette when they get to like go on a boat for the day go on a boat go on like a bike ride like you know go atv really like explore and yeah. like do stuff that's like adventurous and fun and and like cute you know and that also makes it more appealing to like the average person to want to be on you know right. what i mean like getting to go do those things is kind of like an appealing aspect and yeah. i think like the people as a as a participant the people who get to do dates are the ones who are like doing the most like psychological growth that's a great idea and I do like the element of America voting but not necessarily that we are like directly affecting what's going to happen to them and like maybe we will in some ways but I don't think that America should play God definitely not okay so there you go that's our show we need to come up with a title totally and I mean I hope no one like tries to steal yeah but like if there are producers listening that like wanted to factor this into account like i'd be willing to like to work with you for like a you know for a certain amount of compensation like if it means that i get to watch this perfect show on tv like we can do a trade-off here well but i think that we should at least be like allowed to come be on the set well and like everyone on the show would have to wear software citizens t-shirts yeah oh that's a good that's a good one lily of course (laughs) and like we're talking to you like Netflix, Hulu, Amazon. I'm sorry, but TLC, MTV, MTV, you guys can stay home. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. Well, I think, I mean, basically this episode was one giant recommendation. Let's be real. Yeah. Um, but do you girls have any other recommendations? <sighs> I have a food recommendation, which is if you've not had the Trader Joe's Jojo's that are peppermint encrusted, they are. I'm pretty sure you recommended this last episode. For real? Really? Yes. Oh my God, that's just even more. Because it was holiday season. I probably did then, but go get them. Yeah. That's it. So go um, <laughs> go watch some love and romance shows. And please, please let us know if you know of any that we missed. Um, what What's are the there circle? any? That's like. Oh, I watched like one episode of that and I was the, not vibing with that. That one, they do way too much social media. Yeah, it's like all dependent on. Yeah, social do our media. people have phones or they don't have phones? No phones. Well, Lily, like on Love Island, Australia, the way that they have phones is really fun because they literally just like take selfies and they post them to their social media. Like a, a social like- media team posts their Instagram. It's like BTS. Like you okay. get BTS on their Instagram. I do also think that it's three episodes a week and it is happening in real time. And the episodes are short. And the episodes are 45 minutes. Thank you. No. Which I don't, I don't think is short. Well, like, it's an hour. Like, it's an hour, but 15 minutes that's with. Fine. No, we're not, we're not going to have we're ads. On we're on streaming, Netflix. So we're, no, but we're like a 50 minute episode. Yeah. 40, anywhere from 40 to 60 is, is reasonable. I would say a little less than 60 if it were entirely to me. I don't want them to have phones, but I can. Um, well, they can, well we have we'll some things to it. work out. We'll okay. think about it. All right. And with that, thank you for listening to Sophomore Citizens, the podcast by young people for young people with new episodes whenever we feel like it. Um, (laughs) uh, So we'll see you wise babies then. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And you could email us at sophomorecitizens at gmail.com if you have anything that you want to say to us. And make sure to leave a five-star review.